Yo, Yo, welcome, welcome to, Friday to Friday at the, at the filling, the filling station. station. You didn't oh, mute God. yourself. <laughs> Yo, it's Friday at the filling station, and we're here to give you a 10-minute-ish quickie just to lift your spirits heading into the weekend. Good morning. Good morning to you. It is Good Friday. How are you today? Man, I'm fantastic. I need this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's going to be a fun one. Going to do some family stuff for Easter. And um, yeah, I feel like this week has felt a little bit long, which is weird. Is it the it's... podcast? No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good, good. We're going to do things with family from a distance. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. So. Um, so it's another episode of Filling Station Fridays where we're doing quickies and we have some stories to share today. So Lindsay, you kick it off. All right. So my first Friday quickie story comes from one of my favorite people in the whole world. I don't know if this is the right thing, but she is my, I'm just going to call her my (laughs) aunt-in-law. Her name is, her name is Barbara Ann. She's one of my favorite people ever. And she is, um, in a very different way kind of behind the scenes on the front line of this whole COVID thing because she works uh, she's a supervisor in a distribution plant so <clears throat> stocking the shelves and everything Wow, making sure that we have uh, all the stuff that we need um, in our stores during this during this time so anyway this story comes from one of her co-workers actually Barbara Ann works the overnight shift which is even harder than you know normal but Works the overnight shift. And so one of her coworkers was sleeping during the day and woke up and uh, went outside and saw that her kids, <laughs> her two daughters, Athena and Kira, were panhandling on the corner of the what? street. Yes. Oh, my God. How old are these kids? <laughs> they're about, I don't know, from the picture, they look to be like maybe like eight and ten. But they're oh on the corner God. of the street holding up a sign that said, need money. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes. And so that was all that uh, Barbara Ann's friend could see. And so she was like, what are you guys doing? Why are you doing this? And they, the bottom of the sign said, need money for the homeless. And so they were actually panhandling um, to try to raise money to help people out during this time. Isn't that sweet? And they, they got $7. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you think people were like, is this a scam? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're adorable little kids. Um, but they did go and donate their $7 to a local uh, food bank. So they- isn't that just the cutest thing ever? <laughs> They're doing their part. I no, I love, love it. That is so, so sweet. Kids are funny like that. Like, I love that. They're like, we I know. Need it. We need a solution. And this is, we need to be doing something. And that was their contribution. Right. And I have no idea if they thought this, but maybe they were, you know, being conscious of not having like a lemonade stand and not being too, you know, close to people. <laughs> just not, well, we'll just do it this way and just straight up ask for money. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. So and Barbara Ann is truly a legend. She has I, I expect to hear more stories about Barbara Ann. And she has also the most amazing accent, I guess, or like yeah, dialect. Yeah. yeah. So um we're yeah. going to have to have Barbara Ann on at some point because she Definitely. is an absolute treasure. She is a treasure. I think that's the perfect way to describe her. So um, speaking of another treasure, my friend Megan Vonstro uh, wrote into the filling station pod at gmail.com email address 
and wanted to share with us uh, a couple of stories. Megan is a like my best friend from middle school and high school. And she currently lives in Shoreline, Washington, which is a little bit north of Seattle. And she lives there with her four-year-old Brittany dog, that Brittany Spaniel, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Brittany Spaniel. <laughs> Said that in a weird way. Um, who's, uh, his name is Finn, and he's a rescue. And so Megan has been um, in shelter in place by herself with Finn uh, at her house there in Shoreline. So she sent in two different things, two different stories of things that she calls uh, happies. So she's (laughs) been keeping a running tab of happies, um, which are obviously just what they sound like, things that are making her happy. I would encourage people to do that. I think it's such a great idea. Um, And her one of her happies just really was something that spoke to me. So I'm just going to read actually from what she wrote. So she said, I live down the street from a Christian K-12 school and retirement community. It's a huge complex with pretty grounds, so it's typically where I take Finn for walks throughout the day. The school has been completely closed for a few weeks now, and the nursing home slash retirement community have both been closed to visitors. I've thought a lot about how scary and lonely it must be for those who live there right now, but I've noticed signs and balloons popping up outside windows over the past several days, which made me smile. Lindsay's going to (laughs) cry. Yesterday on my lunchtime walk, I came up to a concert of sorts. I love the of sorts outside of one of the buildings. Just one man with a guitar and a microphone singing hymns. Oh my gosh. Every door was open with residents standing or sitting in their doorways, listening or singing along. They all waved as as, as Finn and I walked by. I imagine this was such a comfort for those residents. First, to be able to practice some sort of community worship since they aren't able to attend regular church services. And second, even if they aren't religious and or hymns aren't their thing, that this was at least something social to be able to see and interact in some way with those around them. Finn and I kept walking and at the bottom of the hill came to another part of the complex where two women (laughs) were leading aerobics from the courtyard (laughs) with brown-eyed girl blaring from a speaker. Most residents were doing some semblance of the movements from their balcony or just sitting and watching and again they waved the spin and i walked past i'm not sure who needed it more the residents or me it was definitely one of those i'm not crying you're crying moment. <laughs> I, that is truly a happy that is, that a is happy man such a happy i've seen a lot of stuff online of people going and introducing new babies through windows to grandparents and and just people are being really creative in the ways that they're staying in touch with their community and their family. So I love that. Thank you so much, Megan. That was an awesome story. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you so much, Megan, for sharing that and, and for Barbara Ann. So it is time for another version of texts from our family. And Lindsay, I'm going to let you take this one because it was mainly directed at you. (laughs) Yes, yes, it definitely was. So in yesterday's episode, Um, where we talked about the beast of positivity. We did our corrections corner where we made some corrections to past (laughs) episodes. Um, And one of the things that we corrected was that the Price is Right championship is not the Price is Right championship. It is the Price is Right showcase showdown. Our middle sister, Ashley, forcefully and aggressively (laughs) roasted me on the family text line about my lack of knowledge, um, of the price is right and said 
quote, you have you did, obviously did not spend enough time at 1812 Long Drive. Your knowledge of Price is Right is abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> abysmal is such a strong term. It is such a strong term. And for those of you that aren't, don't know everything about our family, 1812 Long Drive is my mom's mom's house back in the day where I guess my two older sisters, our two older sisters, used to watch a lot of Price is Right with my grandmother and grandfather. And, you know, the craziest part about this is, like, I feel like we did watch a lot of Price is Right. Like, we didn't maybe, I mean, we didn't watch it a lot at 1812 Long Drive, but, like, just in general, we did. So it is kind of sad that we couldn't, we stumbled over Bob Barker and Showcase Showdown. But, you know, <laughs> we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Here, we so. do, you know, and just another another opportunity for us to tell you, please correct us. We're making mistakes. We know we are. Please let us know so we can get the record straight. So. Exactly. But perfect way to conclude this episode of Filling Station Friday. And Lindsay? Man, have the best weekend ever, Mallory, and all of our listeners. Really enjoy this weekend. Embrace the little things, all right? Love you, kiddo. Love you, too. Talk to you later. See ya. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Filling Station Pod. Don't forget to email us at thefillingstationpod at gmail.com and follow us at thefillingstationpod on Instagram. See you guys next week.